Hi, welcome to the Mastermind Project podcast. My name is Brian McRae. I'm the founder of the Mastermind Project. And this podcast is intended to help you grow as a leader, to grow in productivity, and also to grow in relationships. Those are the three topics that we will always talk about here at the Mastermind Project. Chances are you're a small business owner or maybe a commissioned sales professional and you're looking to grow. And we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So once a month, we host an event designed to help givers grow. And so that's what we're here for. And this podcast is taken from a general session of a portion of our live event, uh, which we've now gone to virtual uh, as of 2020. So if you're comfortable, please join us. Feel free to join us. And you can go to www.brianckmcrae.com. And you can register for our next event, which is the third Thursday of the month. So sit back and enjoy the shared learning experience here of the Mastermind Project. Okay, so connecting people and possibilities. Uh, this is where I'm going to turn it over to our premier sponsors. Uh, who, which one of you guys is going first? Mr. Warren. Where's he at? How many of you guys know Mark Warren? Yeah. Mark, uh, Mark and I, uh, Mark has had a profound impact on this event. I got to know Mark uh, back in 2011. Actually, Michael Mayer connected us. We met at one of his Gen Gen events. And um, I can tell you, this guy, uh, if there's somebody that lives, are, are, are the two guys covering this today couldn't, they couldn't be better because they live the go-giver life. And, um, but Mark, uh, Mark, as I got to know him, uh, just continued to display just an infectious way of desire to help other people. Um, at the time, he was with, uh, Mark's a home inspector, and he was with another firm, and, um, but he became the number one inspector out of 350. 350. <laughs> Number one in the country. And he did it through the things that he's going to share with you today. And I would tell you, in, in my opinion, I, frankly, I know he's an incredibly competent, but he's an incredibly com competent home inspector, but he's an incredibly compassionate person. And I think that's how he's built his business. So he's going to share that. And then we got maybe one of the most connected guys in town, Dan mm -hmm. Lewigs, who's going to be uh, helping on with uh, the five stratospheric, law stratospheric laws of success. And um, so we're, I'm going to turn it over. So, Mark, I am just glad to have you, man. I can't wait to hear what you have Thank to say you, today. Sir. Excellent. Dan Lewis is the most connected guy because he's Italian and he's mafia. Okay? <laughs> All right? Down, hands down. If you, want, if you want to know somebody that knows somebody that needs help, Dan has the person for you. One of the things I always want to do is be like Dan, okay? Because... He knows people. He solves problems for people. Dan has a heart of giving. I met him one day over at the, uh, one of these meetings, and we had both had a mutual guy that was doing MMA. He knew one guy. I knew the other that was doing it, and so we just had a talk. After that, is this off? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So the go-giver. How many read the book? Good. That's a good group. All right. What's the number one law that you pulled out for yourself? Anybody got one that just jumped? Terry. Okay. All right. Yep. That's one. That's the number five one. Anyone else? Got one. Dawn. Law of authenticity. Hmm. Oh, thank you, sir. That will help. All right. All right. Dawn. What is it about the law 
of authenticity that moves you. There you go. There's a lot. Of, this book, short little read, okay? I've got my crib notes in here. But it is so impactful. Every page has something that you can learn from. It's one of the most impactful books that I have read for some time. And I read a lot of books, okay? But the thing that I want you to get out of it, when you lead today, you will find the more you put into people, the more you will get. Now, it's one of the principles that does, it's counterintuitive to who you are. What's in it for me is the society we live in, right? Okay. What's in it for me? I was amazed not too long ago, I sat into a board meeting with many premier sponsors in another organization. And in that group, there was only two people out of 14 that says, how can we help? The other 12 people said, what's in it for me? And I, it was an indication People are always telling you what they're going to do. Are you listening? It's one of the things I say. Okay? So The Go-Giver is a book. It's a parable. You got Joe, a guy that's a go-getter. Everybody in this room is a go-getter, aren't they? They like to go get it. They like to figure it out. They're an entrepreneur, want to be successful. They want to do something. And so that's what this book is an analogy of that kind of storyline of Joe wants to go out and get it. Then he meets this interesting individual called... Pinar, and he is the chairman, and it interweaves this whole story in. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a synopsis of each one of these laws, and then Dan's going to drill down into a couple of the other ones, okay? So the law of value. I got a couple of questions that you need to mull over and you think. There's think points here I'm going to give you today. How valuable are you? Hmm. People will only value as high as you value yourself. Now, I didn't say, I teach my guys to run one degree under arrogance. But you've got to be highly competent about what you're doing and act like you know what you're doing, all right, or they're not going to buy into you. So that's the law of value. You have to have value yourself. And then the second thing is you have to value people. I have learned through the process of life that everybody has value. Now, not all people have as much value in a certain stream for me. But everybody in this room, I tell you what, if you would today give me one referral, and I'm not asking for it today, but I'm going to give you a point here. I could not handle what you would give me today. And the reason I make this point is sometimes we want more before we even can have the bandwidth to handle what's there. You have to grow into that. When I first started in business many years ago, I hit the top. I couldn't do anymore. I hit number one in you. So I started hiring guys that created bandwidth. And I've learned how to do that. But you got to put value into people. So here's a couple of things. Success is a result of specific habits of action. Creating value, touching people's lives, putting other interests first, being real, and having the humility to stay open to receiving. That summarizes the book. Right there. It's all the five laws in one paragraph. So you need to qualify yourself how much value you're given. By giving, we mean 
being a giving person. It's that easy. Now, I'm not going to give the same thing that she gives. Everybody has this resource. Everybody is valuable to me. Even the guy that does me wrong in business, he becomes highly valuable. You know why? I learned what I don't want to do. I learned sometimes when things don't go right in business, the value you learn from the things that go wrong is sometimes better than the things your successes are. Because it does. So he gave me value. It's how you perceive that value, right? So what are you giving? Time, resources, energy. All right? A lot of times people base it on money. That's probably the least amount what people need most of the time. They need you. One of the things I learned the other day, I drove down, and I looked out the window, and there was a guy saying, money, I'm this here. And a lot of times, I will not match their eyes. You know why I don't match their eyes? Because I don't want to see humanity. And when I don't want to see humanity, that means I shut down that flow. All right? And something we all do. Sometimes I don't want to see, look a person in the eyes, because I really don't want to look inside who they are. But if you give value, that's what you're going to look. You're going to look, look deeper into a person to help them move forward in life. Every day, I'm on mission to add value to people. I realize that my life is total sum of so many people that have helped me build business. The first opportunity I had, uh, my boss, he says, hey, I'm going to give you this opportunity. I took it, and I built on that. But somebody opened that door for it. So that's what I'm saying. Your true worth is determined by not how much is how much you give than the payment. Tim Clark taught me also, do more than what's expected for you, and you'll get more than what you expect. And I have it, it's proven out time and time again. So write that down, okay? Give more than you're going to get paid for. When you add more value than what people perceive the worth is, you're going to get more for it. If you're a realtor, you got to give more. They, their expectation, they don't even know what they expect. So raise the bar every day in everybody's life that you meet. Giving, to, giving and touching others. I love to see that you get it. That all of a sudden the light bulb goes off in your head and all of a sudden it changes your life and the trajectory is going to another level. That's what I love to watch. There is more guys in St. Louis that do home inspections that I have helped make it than work for me. Right, Pete? Okay. Right, Pete? I've helped Pete. Pete don't work for me. I haven't made a dollar off Pete. I helped train Pete. There's another young guy in here. All right. I've helped. He's here today. You know why? Because I want him to learn how to what? Fish. Goes back to the old proverb. Okay. I add value to people so they can do it. I've been through 70 guys in the last five years. And one time I had a disconnect with it because sometimes you look selfish interest and it said, wow, I've helped all these guys and it hasn't played out like a duck. Then I had to thought, listen, you changed every one of their lives. What were you looking for? Because my expectation was what? Something for me. Now that's one of the questions I want to ask you. When you have given, when have you been disappointed? Okay? When you've given, when have you been disappointed? When your expectation was out of line, right? So if you're going to give, 
Give open-handed and don't, retire, don't require something in return. That's what you learn how to do, okay? So that's the law of value, all right? Giving. Your law of value is the potential of what you can earn. Now, the law of compensation is a different one. Your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. Quality. Now, let me ask you a question. How many people love White Castle? Oh, come on, people. I don't know about you people. Oh, my gosh. Now, let me ask you the next question. Would you pay the same price? Would you pay the same price to go to Ruth's Chris House or Fleming? Yeah. Now, let's invert that. Would you pay the same price to go to White Castle that you would to go to Ruth Chris? No. Hold it. Why? Well, it's not food. Okay. But half of the world's living off of it. So how could you say that? All right. What is it? What's the difference, people? Quality, value, expectation. You see what I'm saying? Are you giving White Castle out to your people or are you giving Ruth's Chris? Level service. When you walk in that door, you're already at the next level. So why do they make that money at that level? Quality, service, giving you more than what's worth. The value is in our perceived mind is way farther, way far greater than what we'd have. So that's the law of compensation. See what it is? You got to bend over backwards to make people feel like they're special every day because we all want that. You're going to do business with who you know, like, and trust. And if you don't trust them, you're not going to do business. And I don't want to do business with you either. When I sit up here and I say this, and the person makes a comment and say, hey, I did business with it, and they couldn't do the job. The speed of trust. Sean Covey writes the book. His father was Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. But I read the book a couple weeks ago, and it said this. There's two types of trust. One is based on character whether you can trust them or not. The second level of trust is this, on competency, whether you can get the job done. They may be good people, don't mean to do you wrong, but they don't have the bandwidth to get done what they need to get done. And so they will fail you. So that sometimes it's not a character issue. So you don't make it a character issue. It's a competency issue. When a person starts out the job, they don't know. They can't deliver it the same thing. A guy starting doesn't have the knowledge base I do of 9,000 inspections later. I better have it figured out. And you never figure it out completely, right? So the law of compensation is how far you can ban, how many people you can serve, and what level and quality it is, all right? The law of influence. That's a whole nother thing. People, this is a, one of the biggest networking events that is in St. Louis but it's a network of people that you know, like, and trust that you can have a dialogue with, and they will give you an honest information about what you need to do, who you need to connect to, and what level you can trust them. Everybody in this room probably has the right character, but not everybody has the same skill set to get some things done. I would not go to a title company to get my Tom Durfrey's work as a lawyer. There's a good reason for that, isn't it? All right? 
because they're not competent in that. And then how well he does his job is how well he makes his money. So if you want to create value for people, do you get compensated for it? And then you want to grow it to another level? How many more people do you need to know? How many people do you know right now? And then what platform can you build, whether you're starting off with your first job or you're building it to the next level? I've been very fortunate to sit with Brian McRae from the very beginning. This is the bandwidth of what his network has begun. Now, it didn't happen. I sat in the workplace at Surf and Turf, okay? It's either 14 or 18, whatever, we can spin it. But it wasn't many people. There's more people at two tables today than was in that room, folks. So networking is giving value to people. It's compensating them for what they've done and then building a network out of it. And it all works energy. The stratospheric success of the five laws means you elevate everybody. Okay? And that's what it talks about. The whole thing is about giving, go-giver. Then the next one, the law of authenticity. Oh, ever since I was in kindergarten, I had to be somebody that I wasn't. I had to be a poser. Okay? When you start off, you think you got to be something that you're not. Okay? I didn't have, me and my family, my pants were always like this because I was growing and my mom couldn't make it to the store fast enough. So you always had short pants and somebody always made fun of you. You know, uh, there's always, always the comparisons that you do every day with people. That'll mess you up. So how can you be really authentic? How can you be the best version of who you are every day? Because if you want to be a poser, then you're going to do what? Attract posers. The law of magnetism works, right? I repel a lot of people, I know that. I'm a type D, uh, we did the disc yesterday, okay? <laughs> Art did the disc and he said, I wouldn't want to work with Mark, okay? Because Art is a different personality style 100%, all right? He knows it. I'm gonna get things drawn, riving, but he's gonna need all the document and the things place by place, input. Not me, let's say, let's get in the car, let's figure out where we're going. He's gonna say, I need a roadmap. So I know pretty well who I am, because I've been married 40 years and she has told me exactly who I am. <laughs> Many times, folks, okay? She's a good gauge. She's a giver. Our family works around giving. That's been my whole synopsis. My parents modeled that. So when I was growing, I watched that. Now I understand the benefits they have from that. When you look around, there's evidence every day of what you're giving. Adam Grant talks about givers, matchers, and takers. How many takers are in the room? I didn't think anybody would be a taker on that. See? <laughs> All right? Because we don't want to be. That's right. It doesn't pay. So authenticity is actually being who you are every day in every moment. That's who you attract, isn't it? And when you can look in the eyes of humanity and say, hey, I'm here for your best interest of mine. Have I ever failed you? That's also a guarantee I will make to you, too. When you need me most, I will probably fail you. Life situations get in place, and your expectation is going to be something, and I won't be there at that time. But I still have your best in mind. It's principles that I've learned. You can't meet everything. Andy Stanley says this. 
do for one that you would want to do for all. You can't hit all of them. But there's that one person that you need to be taken care of. Do for one that you want to do for all. That's authenticity, being yourself, being the same person every time that you meet up with people, who you are. The law of reciprocity. Yeah. When, say that for me. Reciprocity. No. Nope. Wrong. See, you just messed it up, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, that right there. Thanks, John. You can use his glasses is what he's saying. Okay. All right. Receptivity. I shared this the other day with the group. I had a conversation with my brother. He's a pastor. And he says on Sunday mornings, he's got a, another young study that's uh, helping him. And he says the young pastor at the end of each thing gets up and says, hey, didn't Pastor Phil do a great job? And they all clap for him and say yes. He says, I have the hardest time accepting that. Why is that? When you've done your very best, and you've given everything you can, why is it that we have a hard time receiving? Any, any answers? There you go. The big leap says what? Just exactly what you said. We don't deserve it. So we hit our law, we hit a certain point, point. we say, no, I'm not deserving of that. And we shut it down. Kindly accept what people flow into your life. Take it. Stay humble and hungry with it. Because you don't, to every giving, there has to be a receiving. To every giving, there has to be a receiving. You can't stop the flow, folks. You have to let it go forward. And the more you do that, the more it all works for all of us, doesn't it? It is so simple every day to give it away. My mom died about three months ago. I live next door to her. And I watched everything in her house leave. She left with nothing, folks. But she left us a lot. Okay? It's, a, it, it was, it's been very impactful to me over the last couple months. You're not going to take anything with you. But you can leave a whole lot behind every day. All right? That's what I'm after. I don't have to like you. As I say, I love my children, but I don't like them every day. And they don't like me either. Okay? But that's the fact. We're here to change lives every day. This group changes lives. And when you understand what the Go Giver is all about, it's changing everybody's life every day. No matter who it is, humanity is there needing help every day to grow something. I live in the greatest country in the world with the opportunity every day to give everything I have away and get more. I can eat at Fleming's, and I can eat well, okay? It just costs you more. And any one of us could go do that. So take and give, but give more than you take every day. Mr. Dan, you're up. Thank you, Mark. You got it. All right, let's change things up real quick. Everybody up? Everybody up? Everybody means you. Everybody up? All right, real quick, very simple instructions. I don't know what is going on, so I'll just walk away. All right, so one instruction. Exhale for the next 30 seconds. Ready? 
Go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Rick's saying speed up. Nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Anybody? I don't think anybody's still going. I think everybody failed. So I forgot to tell you something. I forgot to tell you something. It's medically more beneficial for you to exhale than it is to inhale. So if you, if you have that knowledge that, you can, that exhaling is better for you than inhaling, will that help us get to 30 seconds? No, no, it won't. Okay, have a seat. So to illustrate what Mark was talking about with receptivity, we've got to receive. We've got to receive. People have trouble with that. People have trouble with the receiving. It could be something as simple as a compliment. Um, Lily's here, Brian's daughter, and I gave her a compliment earlier today, and she smiled very big, looked me in the eyes, and said, thank you. That is an amazing skill to acquire in life, because most of the people in this room, I guarantee you, cannot do that. And she's already learned how to do it. So congrats, Lily. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So learn that. Um, Opportunity, right? A lot of us say, oh, please give me opportunity. The opportunity is already here. Instead, let's look at it like this. How How would the question be if we said, please help me see the opportunities? They're already here. We already know this. So let's switch it to, please let me see the opportunities. Don gave me Don Baumgartner over there. Don gave me an opportunity earlier today, and I said, no, I'm good. And she says, a little bit more. I said, I already have that. I'm already good. It's taken care of. And she goes, well, something maybe that might make it easier for you to do something that's important to you. And I go, oh, my gosh, this is it. It's an opportunity. You're making it super simple for me. And I was already telling you no because I didn't see it. I didn't see the opportunity. So thank you, Don, for helping me see that. Speaking of Don, I'm glad you're here today. Uh, If you read the book and when you read the book, how many people are going to read the book if you haven't? Okay. The rest of the people have already read it, so good. So when you read about the realtor, there happens to be a realtor in the book, kind of funny. When you read about the realtor, think about Don, because she's a super big go-giver. So thank you, Don. Um, let's see. So we did everybody comfortable with the idea that you have to be able to receive in order to give. If you will, you'll, if you don't receive, you'll be limited in the giving. So if you want to give a little and don't be, aren't good at receiving, you just, you won't be able to be as effective. You've got to do all five things that Mark talked about. If you miss out on receptivity, you'll be limited in the other areas. If you miss out on authenticity, you won't be in the marketplace all that long and won't won't succeed at a high level. If you're not authentic, everything you do, people will not know, like, and trust you. They will not send you referrals. They'll feel uncomfortable around you all the time. So if you don't know who you are, figure that one out so that you can be authentic. Corey Edwards happens to be right here. So Corey is a copywriter, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, like, I've never thought to get anything ever copyrighted before. That's not what that means. 
what he does is help you get your authentic self in there in a written form so that people are attracted to you. So if you've ever had a thought in mind, if you've ever heard of Donald Miller and StoryBrand and wanted to put your thoughts onto paper and see it on Facebook or see it written somewhere, he can help you show your authentic self to the marketplace. So I invited Corey here today because I said, I, you need to see this community. It's a pretty awesome community. There's quite a few people that have authentic things they need to get out there. So if you want to meet somebody that can help you put it into words, Corey's here today. You're welcome, Corey. Clap for Corey. Make him feel comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. I probably made him feel uncomfortable there a second ago. So we're talking about go, get, go giving. Most people are probably familiar with the term go getting. Um, so initially, I didn't want to read this book at all years ago because it wasn't go getting. I knew I had to get things done. I had to get things done uh, back in the day. Some people also associate that with a me first attitude. Maybe, maybe not. But I knew I had to get things done or get stuff done. And this go giving thing seemed counterintuitive to the way I was programmed growing up because they were always talking about go get tour. So the go giving approach, I had to wrap my brain around it. Finally, I gave in, read the book and said, wait a second, this makes a ton of sense. So I can take all of the meetings that I have and go from a me-focused meeting, I've got to win, how'd the meeting go? Went great, I won. To other-focused, how can I create a win for the other person at the meeting? And if we came up with a way to add value, create influence for them, law of value and law of compensation tie in there, awesome. It was a great meeting. So if there's a Win for the other person. Now the meeting is not scary. It's not difficult. It's pretty easy to do when you're other focused. So do all five things on the go-giver model. And don't forget the uh, law of compensation so to expand. So if you give value to one person, you're going to have limited compensation. So figure out a way to give massive value at little cost to you so you can expand that model. I'll give you an example. There was a realtor in California and they fairly well-off community, for some reason at the age of around 20, he decided he wanted to serve a upper-scale community. And he read all about farming and knocking on doors and dropping things off and all this stuff. And at the age of around 20, nobody wanted to list with them or buy with them. Could you believe that? Hanging out in a million-dollar house and somebody comes knocking on your door at 18, 19, 21 years old, whatever the age was. And for some reason, you don't want to trust your million dollars with that guy because he looks like he's 18, 19, or 20, which he was. So a little while later, he was trying to come up with a powerful business idea to catapult his business, but was having trouble. So there was a trash strike that affected this higher-end community, right? A little bitty problem. All it is is just trash. They didn't pick up this week. It's okay. They'll come back next week. Well, they were on strike again. So around the 34th day, this guy, or 42nd day, this guy decided that he was going to solve the trash problem, right? So if it was law of value, he could have just gone to one house, took one person's trash away, and saved the day for that one person. Apply the law of compensation. Now he had to provide massive value. Is that the game? Do you got an update on the score? <laughs> if you do, let me know. Catch me later. 
Um, so law of compensation, he had to provide massive value. So this guy didn't sell any houses, didn't make any money. He figured out that if he hired a private trash company, it would cost $4,992 to pick everybody's trash up. He consulted with somebody and they said, that's the best business idea you ever had. You should do that. So he did. People came home, trash was all gone. Everything's great. Like, hey, this is awesome. The trash strike is over, right? The trash company came and picked my stuff up. Then they watched the news, they checked the paper and they're like, they strike 62 of the trash company. Like, wait, who stole my trash? <laughs> And this guy's thinking to himself, now what do I do? Do I tell people and let them know that I did it? Consults with his advisor and his advisor says, no, keep it quiet. People are gonna like be totally intrigued. Sure enough, the community's trying to find this guy and finally somebody discovers it. Some investigative guy figures it out. And they're like, here's the guy that saved the day for the community. And they, all these people approach him and says, hey, I wanna pay my share. I wanna give you the amount of value you gave me. I want, to, I want to pay you for that. Can I pay my portion? And so he was trained and he was ready and he was rehearsed for this answer. So instead of saying, oh yeah, you can give me the 50 bucks for your share. I'll. Instead he said, I love the community. I saw a problem. I solved the community's problem. And I happen to be a professional real estate agent. If you happen to know anybody that's looking to buy, sell, or move, I would love an introduction and love the opportunity to potentially serve them also in this community. So in the next two years after they discovered and after this became public, he made $1.2 million in commission. So before he was 22 years old, he made $1.2 million because of a little, little idea, a little story, and the powerful execution of that little idea. So huge go-giver approach to the story and a way to, uh, way to implement that. So if you're looking for a way to do more, I love our community. I love our ambassador community. We do three things in the community. We connect people to connect doors. So just like I did for Corey. So when you're looking for something or someone like Mark mentioned, our ambassador community has got a lot of fantastic people. So you can come in early, meet those people that are here. We also do coaching. So once a month, we have a coaching program. Sometimes we have an additional four to one, everybody. Sometimes we have, that was the score of the game, four to one. I just heard it. Uh, sometimes we have a special guest speaker like Bob Berg, wrote a book, 900,000 copies. That's a pretty big deal. So Bob's coming on. We'll be able to Zoom interface with him, be able to see him live and answering questions. Brian will probably have us send him questions in advance so he can moderate the whole thing. Uh, then we also um, have a lot of content. So we've got videos, we've got 12-week plan Brian's going to talk about a little bit so you can get more done in 12 weeks than you do the whole rest of the year. But a way to take what's in this book and implement it into your business, the accountability to help you move forward. So there's so many people I'm looking at here, I see them like, yep, accountability, accountability. Without, without accountability, oftentimes we let ourselves off the hook. I've got this little story about a powerful business idea that I'm gonna put up on the bookshelf. With accountability and lifting each other up, we can accomplish the powerful idea. We can actually do the thing. So with that, I encourage you, if you aren't familiar with the ambassador community, 
connect in, ask a few questions, ask a few people with a green lanyard. Uh, we got a table up front. Brian will talk about it more in a little bit. All right, so anybody know the, you guys might know this, this is a smart group. Anybody know the English root, the old English root of the word sell? The old English root of the word sell. So it's interesting that when we think of us being in the sales profession and this book being the go-giver, how does that relate? So in the old, the old English root of sell is to give. To give. Huh. Wait, I thought we were selling. What are we giving? We're giving our time. We're giving our attention to that person. As we all know, attention to individual people is lacking quite a bit. You're not only giving them an opportunity, but you're also helping facilitate, counsel them, give them education, help them into the program that they want to get into. And hopefully you're adding massive value to them. Hopefully you're adding so much value. In the restaurant example, Mark, uh, gave Ruth Chris's idea might be to provide an experience and food quality so great that no amount of money could possibly compensate for it. I'll stand in line for that restaurant, right? So, um, to sell or selling, it's actually giving. So when you think about all the things that you give in a sales profession, it's a total go-giver mentality. So. Uh, Oh, uh, talk to the realtor, right? $5,000, $1.2 million. Seems a little unequal value. Mark talked about how much uh, we give. It might not give more than what we're paid. And if we consistently do that, we'll be paid way more than what we're worth. So that's a pretty extreme example. He didn't even give tons of his time. He paid somebody else to do all the time work for him. And it equated in a major, major way. So... Think about how you can implement these strategies in your business more. As I was studying this over and over and over again, the two big things that I picked up on was you got to do all five. You got to do all five. Each one of them individually sounds really cool. All five together is what makes them powerful. And then, uh, do you guys remember the sixth law? Did we cover the sixth law? No, Dan, there's only five. They, oh my gosh, you're right. You're right. So on the law of receptivity, there's a sub-law. And the sub-law is the law of left field. Anybody know what comes out of left field? Unexpected things, opportunity. What you don't expect. All, all this stuff comes out of left field. So if you're executing the five things, the law of left field will happen. Things will just show up. The phone will just ring. The million-dollar opportunity will come your way, and you better execute number five. You better receive it. So pray for the opportunities so you can see the opportunity. And when it comes in, embrace it. Love it. You're here. Let me, let me love on this, and let me grow this as big as I can because these things will happen. So execute all five, and when the law of left field shows up, don't think you're just lucky. You've just been consistent and doing the five things. So that's what we got today.
Thank you guys very much. Well, there you have it. Another Mastermind Project podcast. We want to thank you for being here and investing in yourself. Uh, That's the key to growth because we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So thank you for investing in yourself. We hope that you found something here useful. As a matter of fact, it's our desire that you've heard something from this podcast that would make a difference if you implement it in your business. And we know that success favors the speed of implementation. Take a note, take action on something that you've learned here. It'll make a difference. We'd love to hear about it. So, and you can also join us and tell us a little bit about it at our next live event. And you can register for that at www.briankmcrae.com www.briankmcrae.com. We've got our mastermind event schedule there and you can join us virtually uh, at our next event on the third Thursday of the month. So for this time and until next time, study things that matter, practice things that matter and teach things that matter to people who care. Appreciate you.